Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Dr. Stephanie Bathurst joining us here again. She's the owner of her own company. She's a clinician and sexologist at Bathurst Family Therapy, LLC, which is located in Honolulu, Hawaii. And the website is bathurstfamilytherapy.com. Welcome back to the show today. How have you been? Doing great, Jill. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. It's been a while. <laughs> Fill us in. What have you been up to? Hope your summer's going well with the family. And of course, uh, please introduce yourself to new listeners that don't know us yet. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. Yes, yeah, been it's been been a very busy summer. Um, I'm Dr. Stephanie Bathurst. I'm a clinical sexologist, relationship therapist, holistic healer. I own a private practice here in Oahu, Hawaii, and we have been really busy this summer, um, doing couples retreats, traveling to Vegas for the Health 2.0 conference where I, uh, I, I was on a health discussion uh, panel and was re- I received a Global Korea Award um, recently from Brain. So it's been kind of chaos, but good chaos. Very exciting. <laughs> and by the way, just to confirm, I'm here. I don't have your notes yet sent to me. Can I just confirm my, my email address is uh, J-I- L L W B as in boy, L as in love, I as in ice cream at AOL.com. Let me. Sorry, oh. I should have had them by now. <laughs> so maybe you mis- uh, misunderstood me before. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I think I'm missing an L. So okay. Yeah. J I L L W B L I at AOL.com. J-I-L-L-W-B-L-I at AOL.com. Perfect. All right. In the meantime, what do you want to talk about today? I guess you already know, so <laughs> you could start. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, sure. So it should be on your, on the way to you. Um, it's coming from my email, which is bathersfamilytherapy uh, at gmail.com or health at bathersfamilytherapy.com. Today, we are talking about food as medicine, which is... The topic that we discussed, I discussed on my uh, pan- my health panel at Health 2.0 conference, mm. uh, which is really exciting because I integrate a lot of functional medicine into my treatment plans with clients uh, as I'm a certified integrative medicine specialist for mental health. Awesome. So today, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Jill, go ahead. No, I said awesome, awesome. I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today, the, uh, the role of food in mental health is really, really critical. If, if we're talking about like a systemic or a, a holistic approach to treating mental health disorders. So before we had pharmacies, hospitals, or formal doctor's offices, we had food. Like culturally, societally, we had food as medicine. Food was our medicine, and for holistic practitioners today, we still integrate holistic approaches um, using food or herbal supplements. And that's kind of what we're going to be focusing on today uh, is nutritional deficiencies and how they affect mental health disorders, the linkage there, and what we can do for supplementation, even just going around your grocery store and being more mindful with what you pick up so that you can improve your overall health and mood. 
Well, I'm excited to learn more. And really, uh, just want to point out that you're willing to help people all over the world. You are virtual and you also have retreats we'll get to a little bit later. So let's continue. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, so it's really critical for providers to work together collaboratively. Um, I'm a huge advocate for continuity of care for clients. So when I work with a client and they have medical doctors on their team or physical therapists or nutritionists that they're working with, uh, I ask to, I ask for them to sign waivers so that I can communicate with all of their providers. I think that's really important so that none of us are missing pieces of the puzzle. Uh, it's, it's important for us to be co collaborating together. When I have a new client who's presenting with a mental health issue who hasn't um, had blood work run, I typically offer them a list of recommendations for labs to bring back to their medical doctor to then speak with their medical doctor about what they feel like is, is um, a good option to run with, depending on their presenting issues. So we can assess lab results together and how deficiencies might be impacting their mood state. We're going to go through some of what that would look like depending on, I think today we're going to focus more on ADHD, anxiety, depression, a little bit of bipolar disorder, because I think those are, from my clinical practice, the, the more like predominant presentations that I see clients come into my office with. Um, yeah, so uh, typically what, what I want to call out about blood work, which is really, really important, is that there is a difference between the medical field and the wellness or clinical field in our assessment of blood work. So typically when we are looking at the numbers, uh, there is a range. If you think about like blood work that you've gotten back from uh, lab core panels, there's a range of like red, yellow, or green and how your specific numbers fit into that range. Well, that range is not based on optimal functioning. That range is based on general bodily functioning. So you can experience pretty significant to moderate symptoms, like negative symptoms that are disruptive to your daily life, well before you hit that red marker. And that's kind of where we as clinicians uh, come into play. So we're not waiting for clients to get into the red zone before we provide them help, assistance, guidance, or treatment on those deficiencies. We want to remain or help them remain in those optimal green area numbers. Um, because that tells us that your body is running efficiently and optimally rather than waiting for deficiency levels to get so severe that you are now um, not functioning at all or very, very at a limited pace or, or capacity. Um, so we just want to be mindful of what that variance is because I think it's very normal for clients to look at, at those charts visually and see that their numbers are above the red marker and assume that they're okay. And that's not necessarily the case. Got it. And by the way, Stephanie, you're on your own because none of the notes came through and I apologize. So I know you have an agenda for today, so I'm going to have to just follow your lead, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I sent, I sent it over. So I don't, we, there must be a, you know, you got to love technology. Um, <laughs> I'm like, spam, trash, spam. And then it's so funny that I, even the state station texts me, we don't have any notes. I said from the last time, they say, we don't have anything. So I'm like, just letting you know, I'm here. We are all ears. <laughs> Thank you. 
absolutely. Yep, we'll all guide us through. All right, so um, here are some nutritional associations with mental health. And again, we're going to focus on those core areas. I treat a lot more than just those these core areas. If any clients are um, or potential clients are logging in and you have something different, completely okay. We, we work with a, a range of mental health issues. So ADHD is scientifically linked to deficiencies in iron, vitamin D, omega-3 and omega-6, um, magnesium, zinc, anxiety can develop from any of these following nutritional issues, magnesium, zinc, as well as low levels of choline or selenium, uh, iron or vitamin D deficiencies, vitamin B folate in particular, because there's a big range of um, vitamin B, uh, which is a huge mood stabilizer. It's known to precipitate anxiety or depression if it gets too low. Vitamin Bs help to regulate your entire nervous system and circulatory system, so those levels in particular are really important. And then when we drop into depression, depression has been scientifically linked to vitamin B12 and B6 deficiencies, uh, which has been two times, if you're lower in those levels, you, you're, you have a two times more likelihood of being severely depressed. Uh, so we want to be really mindful of your B vitamin levels. Low vitamin C, selenium, and iron levels are also associated with depression. Thiamine, which is B1, um, cannot be made within the body, so it's critical. Um, it's critical for your nervous system functioning. B, B1 or thiamine deficiencies are often a catalyst for postpartum depression. So we want to be really mindful, particularly of um, post-delivery or pregnant women and what their B vitamin levels are. Uh, because I think that's a really preventative treatment measure that we as clinicians and providers can provide uh, that particular demographic and vulnerable population. And then for depression, CoQ10 can also combat fatigue levels. Uh, so like low energy depression, if that's how it presents for you, CoQ10 is a fantastic option uh, for treatment. And then lastly, as we pop into bipolar disorder, which can present either as there are two different types right? So there's a kind of a, a cycling of depression, normalcy, depression, normalcy, or depression, mania, depression, mania, right? So there's two different types. There have been cross-sectional studies from NIH that have identified bipolar disorder um, to be linked to deficiencies in omega-3s, vitamin, vitamin B, Choline, L-tryptophan, which is an amino acid. Uh, bipolar disorder is also linked to excessive amounts of metal, which compounds in the body. If you have metal intake, your body doesn't have its own way of extracting from the cells. You need to be able to, you, you need to consume an element that helps your body to extract that metal from the cells so that it can excrete um, the buildup. Antioxidants can actually reduce the oxidative stress in the body to help naturally extract metals and toxins and flush them out of the system. So that's kind of a, a really good natural organic way for us to help with metal buildup or toxin buildup that encourages uh, mood disorders. 
So that's kind of a, a breakdown um, of nutritional associations with mental health. I know that's a, a gross oversimplification, but that's a quick breakdown of it. That's a lot, but I'm getting it. And by the way, for more information, you, you have to tell us how we can reach you. And we're going to take a quick break right here. It'll work out perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dr. Stephanie Bathurst, I am founder of Bathurst Family Therapy. You can reach us at 215-501-7452 or at bathurstfamilytherapy.com. All right, we'll be right back in just one minute. Don't go anywhere. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, Online Radio Box, and Simple Radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcasts on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. Hey, welcome to Everything Outdoors. Can I help you find anything? Hey, yeah. Can you point us to the camping gear? Sure, aisle two. Snowboarding? Just bought a new Nissan Pathfinder. It's got Intelligent 4x4, and we want to hit the backcountry. Aisle 18. And the boats? Are you sure you can do all this? Up to 6,000 pounds towing, we're good to go. Oh, where's the scuba gear? Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Available Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual for proper use. Welcome to Philo, where you can get more than 60 channels for $25 in DVR for days. We've got hip-hop for lovers, renovations for brothers, pups for preschoolers, and hugs for hallmarkies. Start your free trial and find out more at philo.tv. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Dr. Stephanie Bathurst here as we are talking today and interesting about uh, what we're eating, putting into our bodies, affecting mental health, uh, but really she has her own place in Honolulu and let alone online virtual services she can help you with. Well, there's a plethora of things. Let me just remind you of the website. Would you mind sharing one more time, Dr. Stephanie? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am Dr. Stephanie Bathurst. I own Bathurst Family Therapy out in Oahu, Hawaii. Uh, you can find us at help at bathurstfamilytherapy.com as well as 215-501-7452. We offer couples retreats in Hawaii, uh, 90-day online programs, and one-to-one coaching. Perfect. Thank you for being here. And by the way, ironically, at uh, 149, it rolls on in. Yeah, I got the email now. For some reason, there was a long error with the communication. But this is our podcast number six. Can't believe it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, So food is medicine. Yes, today's topic. And where should we continue from? Yeah, so I think um, I think the most common question that I receive about this particular topic is what I most commonly recommend, which is a really perfect question, but it's also a really difficult question because everybody's body is so different and their needs are so different. So I would like to answer that question for you in the best way that I can because I'm sure that a lot of our listeners have that exact same question. Well, what do you think? I mean, there's some people who consume too little of something, uh, too much, if we're low on something. Is there specifics that you want to share about helping us, um, you know, I guess adjust and balance out what we're putting into our body? Yeah, so I would say um, that there are a few nutrients that are most important and most general um, 
for stabilizing all of our mood, right? Uh, and what I would give, I would say my most common recommendations for people are a really good quality omega complex. I like Carlson or Nordic Naturals because those brands are third-party tested, really high quality for omega-3 and 6, just really good quality. Um, I would recommend a vitamin D supplement because a majority of our population is deficient and it heavily, heavily impacts mood. Um, and I would also recommend a methylated D complex. So we talked in, in my breakdown of all of those mood disorders. I, I think I mentioned vitamin D in any, in some kind of form in all of those presentations. So vitamin B in, you know, B12, B6, B1, vitamin D in general is very, very important. Uh, human, which is human with an extra N at the end, is a brand that has a fantastic meltable tablet. It tastes kind of like cotton candy, but their complex is really fantastic. Uh, so I think if you're taking really good quality omega, uh, omega complex, vitamin D, and methylated B complex, uh, to really support your microbiome uh, in addition to a really good probiotic. I think all of those things in combination is going to kind of naturally boost you and stabilize you. If you were to do anything else, that combination is going to give you um, a really good sound foundation. And did you want to share specifically um, some insights? I know there's a lot of statistics and facts um, in your notes in regards to mental health and overeating. Like, for example, you mentioned um, for someone like myself, I am low in iron, right? I, I get bru- I bruise all the time. So people say I'm on the verge of being anemic, right? So that means I'm low in iron, right? It can mean a lot of things, yeah. Oh. Um, I think... For women in particular, we tend to be really low in iron. So if you if you are low in iron, you can take an iron supplement. You can also just take dehydrated beef liver capsules um, or spirulina, dark chocolate, uh, spinach, sardines, pistachios, raisins. Um, so I mean, there's there's a lot that you there's a lot that you can take if you're looking for a more naturalistic regimen. Um, focusing on food, right? So if we're if we're looking into grocery stores or markets and you're wanting to just uh, be more natural rather than adding in an additional supplement, because I know some people take like 15 pills, uh, you know, on a daily basis, and they're like, I can't take any more. Uh, just give me something that doesn't feel like an extra step in my day, which is totally fair. I, I get that, too. I take a lot. So... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a little overwhelming at times. So, I mean, if you're if you're looking for magnesium, you can take spinach, chard, pumpkin seeds, almonds, avocado, um, dark chocolate, bananas. Seventy uh, percent of what you put on your skin is absorbed through the skin. So, just be mindful. There are a lot of like magnesium lotions out there and some of them work really well so that's an option as well um if you're looking for zinc oysters grass-fed beef cashews mushrooms spinach if you're looking for vitamin b or choline 
egg yolk, wheat germ, green leafy vegetables, beans. Um, if you're looking for vitamin D, you can just go outside and let your body <laughs> soak it in from the sun for a few minutes. That's always confusing, though. How much sun is too much and how much, yeah, that always gets me. I know. It's hard because it really depends on where you're at geographically, right? If you're closer to the sun um, by your position on the earth, you need less because the sun's going to be more intense. And it also depends on on your skin color, right, and, and how you absorb it. Um, and some people genetically have more difficulty absorbing vitamin D. So it is variable, which is why you can't find a specific number most places because there there's a lot of variability out there. So I think a lot of a lot of recommendations, you know, give give anywhere from like two minutes to thirty minutes. It, 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 two minutes is, is a good like. Rate. All right. Anything that but, we should totally avoid. What was that? Is there anything that we should totally avoid? Totally avoid. Like any foods to totally avoid? Yeah. Like uh, unnatural oh, sugars yeah. maybe? <laughs> yeah. I was just reading that. I yeah. Mean, it's hard because I think I think today um, you go into a lot of our U.S. markets and there are so many food-like substances that look and taste like food but aren't actually food. Right, there's so many preservatives in there that are causing inflammatory processes in our bodies, and then we wonder why we have so many systemic disorders, um, whereas other countries don't. Right, so I think we, I'm hoping that that changes over the next decade or so. Um, so what we want to be mindful of as consumers is unnatural sugars, meaning fruit is okay, right? Fruit has really high sugar, but it's a natural sugar. The white granulated sugar is what we want to be really mindful of and removing that um, from our diet as much as possible. Any kind of refined grains like white bread is going to cause a lot of inflammation in our body because the chemical compounds of that grain have changed so much since the Industrial Revolution that our bodies are not able to recognize it anymore, right? So it feels, our bodies are recognizing it as a foreign body and it's starting, our bodies are attacking itself is essentially what's happening. That's what's causing the inflammation. So we want to be mindful and just try try to find like real food rather than packaged food, ideally. Um, any kind of alcohol or excess caffeine is going to be really disruptive to your body. So just be mindful in moderation. Keep those things in moderation if you can. Um, all of those impact your mental health. Anything that disrupts your sleep is going to impact your mental health. Those are some of like the prominent silent killers of mental health. Got it. All right. Anything we should be avoiding or fasting, I mean, I should say. Anything we should give up? Or should we? Is fasting good for us? I think it depends on your body type. Um, like I'm, I in particular am a body type that has difficulty gaining weight. So fasting is not good for me because I can lose weight really rapidly in a not great way. Um, but for most people, fasting can be really healthy. Um, so it, it does create dips in blood sugar, which can impact cortisol levels and, and you know, short-term create some mood shifts like irritability with your partner, and that can be a little disruptive. On the other hand, um, it can reduce type 2 diabetes rates, right? Um, 
um, which is shown to create two to three times higher risk of anxiety or depression. So that long-term health effect, it does have a lot of benefits. It allows your body to have direct energy away from metabolism of food toward other necessary processes like cell regeneration, detoxification, um, all of those things help mood stability because you're not, you're not misfiring neurally. Your body's able to communicate functionally and help manage everyday stress better. So long-term, intermittent fasting decreases inflammation in the body, and inflammation is linked to brain disorders, depression, bipolar disorder, OCD, schizophrenia, Alzheimer's disease. So really, if we were going to take away anything from today's talk is limit inflammation in the body because it's systemically linked to so many physical health and mental health disorders. All right. Well, we are just about out of time. Uh, I would love to just get uh, quickly before we go your thoughts on the medical system, if you don't mind sharing a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's um, a lot of really wonderful things about our healthcare system. I also think it's really heavily focused on like crisis management rather than preventative medicine. And I'm hoping that in the next you know decade or so, we can we can start to shift to treating early stages of disease in a non-invasive way through scaffolding of lifestyle support, you know, and I think that requires a multidisciplinary team of providers to kind of come together and support clients more holistically with scaffolding of different types of approaches, including holistic wellness, right? Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I feel grateful for our health care, and I, I, I look forward to watching it grow and change, and I hope that we continue to grow and change in ways that support clients being healthy long-term. Beautiful. Well, thank you for being here. And Dr. Stephanie Bathurst, how can we reach you? Absolutely. We can be reached at bathurstfamilytherapy.com. If you're looking to take a free relationship quiz, you can do so at myflowtype.com. We can also be reached on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, at dr.stephanie.bathurst. We can be reached at 215-501-7452. Perfect. Thank Thank you so much for being here again, and have a fantastic day. And by the way, any retreats coming up soon? Always. We have retreats all year round. So if you're interested, we offer private, personalized retreats on sexual health um, and intimacy and emotional intimacy as well. Perfect. Find out all the information on our website. Thank you again, sweetheart. Looking forward to seeing you uh, hopefully on a Zoom video next. It's a pleasure speaking with you. She's yes. a beautiful woman, so knowledgeable in so many different aspects. Check out all she does on her uh, website, please. Uh, she's here to help and serve, and she's uh, super knowledgeable and obviously uh, educated in her field. So thank you again for being here, and we'll talk soon. Just jealous that you're in Hawaii and I'm in New York, but I still like you <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Have a great you're day. Bye, honey. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. 
I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.